0: Have you ever the curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that's someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle slaney Travado and this is the Living Your Legacy podcast? Hello, everyone. Michelle Sandy Trevato here. Super excited to have you back on another episode of the Living Your Legacy show. Today, I am so excited. When I do these shows, I'm always looking for people who are either legacy makers in their own right and can inspire us with their journey and their story or the professionals who help support legacy makers. It's so exciting for me when I find people who actually fall into both camps, and they are a bit of both. Today's guest is exactly that, because let me tell you, folks, she sure inspires me. So I'd like to take a moment to introduce you to my very dear friend, Phoebe Trotman. Phoebe and I have known each other for well over a decade now, and uh, we have this amazing relationship where we don't talk to each other for months, and then we'll start a flurry of messaging, and everything is just amazing. And she's so inspiring. She has certainly inspired me in my own personal life, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But in addition to that, she's just generally like awesome. So let me tell you a bit about her. Feepe Trotman is a Vancouver-based, so she's near and dear, actually physically close to me, entrepreneur and an accomplished soccer player. She has received many accolades as an athlete, and I can attest to this, including being inducted into several sports halls of fame. How amazing. And one of them I've actually seen winning championship titles and being recognized as an exceptional athlete. She didn't put this in and I warned her that I might do it, but she's also in a movie. Just so y'all know, she was there and it was so exciting when I watched it with my kids because I had no idea she was in it. And then my kids were like, oh, we know her. It was so fun. Phoebe is also has also excelled in her career as a network marketer, earning top awards and recognition. Super awesome about that. Phoebe most recently is thrilled to have released her very first book, Never Quit on a Bad Day, inspiring stories of resilience, thriving entrepreneurs. This book will energize you, it sure did, to overcome challenges you may face as you pursue your goals and your dreams, strengthening you with the tools needed to do it, and invoke your sense of gratitude on the journey. Now, all of those things just ringed right True to my heart. I am so excited about it. Phoebe is absolutely passionate about personal growth and empowering others to reach their full potential. Phoebe, I am
1: so excited to
0: have you on the call today.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle. It is such an honor to be here. I love everything that you are doing. I'm so proud of you for starting this podcast and just seeing the lives that you're touching with it. It warms my heart. So, congratulations to you. And thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you. And today we're
0: going to touch a few more lives together, which is always very exciting for me. So Phoebe, there's a bunch of stuff that's in your write-up that we really wanted to, to kind of dig into, but I'll start with this. When you were in grade four and the teacher said to you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Pretty sure soccer star could have been amongst the list that most kids would say, but a top leader in network marketing probably wasn't. So tell me what your journey was from, you know, getting from grade four to this. How did you get there?
1: Grade four, probably in grade four, I probably said I wanted to be either a doctor, a lawyer or an actress. It was one of those threes. So um, yes, it wasn't wasn't, uh, necessarily an entrepreneur slash network marketer. So how did I get here? Well... I, it's been an interesting journey because, as you said, it wasn't necessarily something I thought of. Uh, I did always want to have some sort of home based business, mostly because my mom um, stayed home with my brother and I when we were young children. She had a a home business. So, in the back of my head, I did know I want to do something from home, something that, you know, I could be at home with children if I wanted to or outside. So, there was that desire for that. However, I wasn't sure what that looked like. Mm -hmm. And so, my journey into, um, Network marketing was I was working full time at a computer company after university, and I was playing high level soccer at the same time. And I was really at my job. I would finish projects really quickly, and then I'd be kind of sitting there waiting and kind of waiting for my boss to tell me what to do next. And uh, then I started reading about personal development. A friend of mine recommended a book. I read it, and I was like, huh. Interesting. Passive income. I like the sound of that. That income that comes in, whether you go to work or not, you work once and residual income as well. Like you work one time and then it continues to pay you over and over again. The thought of that, it just was like a light bulb moment went off. And so, and I had started a coaching company for soccer with one of my teammates. So I was doing some stuff that was more my own business, if you will, but it was more like active income. If you, if you understand the kind of the difference between the active income, active income, you go to work, you get paid that. Whereas residual and passive income, if you will, you work once and you get paid over and over again. And so I was looking for ways to generate a passive or residual income. I started in real estate investing, learning about properties, um, how to invest, how to make them cash flow. If you live in Vancouver. For those of you who, you know, Vancouver's a little up there. So I was investing in another province. And uh, so kind of like looking for something and just being open. I think that was one of the things I was just really open. And a friend of mine introduced uh, the concept and I've been around network marketing again with my mom. I I understood things and I'm the person who will go support any friend if they're having a party. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So um, I was familiar with it. I just hadn't found something that I was super passionate about to the point where I wanted to represent it. There were companies that I thought had amazing products and happy to purchase them. It just wasn't, it didn't align necessarily with what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And then I stumbled across a friend of mine introduced me to the company that I'm with now. And it just, it touched my heart the impact that I was able to make on other people, whether they even joined the company or not was just, it meant so much. And, And then I was super excited about it. So I got started. I didn't have this huge vision to build this massive network marketing company. I really just got started because I could use it in the coaching company that Um, my teammate and I had started and then I could just reach out to you know friends and family and bless them with with this product as well too and uh, then life had a way of shifting because I was working full-time and uh, a company ended up going bankrupt so Mm -hmm. I was laid off and uh, it was interesting if anyone out there has ever been laid off I know for myself at the time I had like two reactions like one I was like no work tomorrow yay and then the other then it then it hits you and I was like oh dear, what are we going to do income wise? Like I have, you know, so it was like that mixed emotion of uh, you know, a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of looked at, my life and what I wanted it to look like in terms of the future. And uh, part, you know, I thought about it. I was like, okay, well, I could go back to school and get a master's, you know, and then I was like, okay, I could just focus on real estate investing. I'm like, huh? and then soccer coaching. And then I looked at network marketing and I thought, here's a business that's going to allow me to kind of live the lifestyle. I can travel. I have that flexibility. I could stay home. I can work for literally from anywhere. And you get a chance to help people and work with people. And I've always been such a team centered person that it, it just made sense and so um here we are now 17 years later and and that's that's the how i kind of got into network marketing if you will that's uh that's a pretty amazing story and uh i think that
0: it's so important a couple of lessons there for people to pick up on one when you got into it it was just because you love the product and you wanted to use it um but also because you heard of passive income that there was some there was a way to make some extra money to have this little stream of income growing off to the side that you know could allow you to do other things not necessarily thinking I love that you said that that I was gonna you know quit my job tomorrow and do this it just life happened and you had to rethink things and so having that already in play meant that, You had something that you could just shift, literally just shift your focus over to this side and go to work there. So, obviously, network marketing has been around for a long time, and direct sales, um, and there are lots of kind of misnomers and myths about it out there. So, I thought we'd start by getting into some of that, um, and then we're going to lead in some interesting directions with this. So. I mean, everybody and their dog has been on Facebook, had someone friend them and seven seconds later pitch them in their DMs, Um, you know, and it's a total stranger and they promise you all kinds of money and you're like, this is too good to be true, which... In some of those cases, it actually is. So people have also heard the word pyramid scheme thrown around, and it has become a bit synonymous with the idea of direct sales and network marketing. The reality is they're not. They are very different. And I thought maybe you could share with us your thoughts on what that difference is.
1: Yes. Uh, so first let's touch on the friend request and then someone pitches you. Um, but I'm sorry that happens. I'm sorry that happens to people because it happens to me as well. And it it leaves this not great feeling. It really does. And it's it's too bad because it, it could be a great opportunity. It could be life-changing as it is for a lot of people. So I do want to apologize on behalf of Network marketing, if you have received that, because it is frustrating, it's disappointing, it's an instant like delete. Network marketing is about relationships and there, are mm-hmm. like in any business and company, there's great representatives and there's ones who are still on their journey to learning how to be a great representative. So the difference between a pyramid scheme, a pyramid scheme is, is illegal, first of all. Network marketing, there are a lot of great, reputable network marketing companies. Pyramid scheme, the way I understand it is you're not able to, you're, you're kind of like you hit a, a ceiling, if you will, and you're not able to make more than the person who introduced you to the company. So anything where you're not able to make more as far as what I, again, my knowledge, um, that would be something I would stay away from. A, a great network marketing company, you can and you should be able to out earn your whoever introduced you because it's based on, on going to work. It's a business. And that's one of the things that I want to, you know, share with other people. It's a business. You're gonna have you're gonna work. It's fun work. There's gonna be great moments where you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is the best. And there's gonna be moments you're gonna be frustrated, like anything in life, right? Anything worthwhile, you, there's work involved with it, right? And you just have to choose what sort of hard do you wanna experience right? Because we know life is hard. So um, I hope that helps people understand a little bit. We can go into more detail if you want to, but that's one of the big things that um, unfortunately, I think some people, you know, right away they're, they're turned off because someone has approached them in not the, the right, if there's a right way, I don't even know how to, you know, articulate that the best, but someone's approached them in a way where it wasn't about that person. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things that, um, from the moment that I decided to build a business and in helping team members get started, it was like, let's do this. Th- let's do this in a way where people know the reason we're coming to you to share this is that it could be, I don't know if it's going to be the right solution for you in terms of what you're looking for. And to be, you need to find out what that person's looking for first and foremost. Foremost, if it's truly about that person, find out what their needs are. Find out if it's going to be a fit. Share it because they're the only ones who know if it's going to be a fit. I'm so thankful to my friend who shared uh, the company I'm with with me because had he not, my life would look so different. And that's one of the things. Even if you, if a friend does a friend again, not necessarily someone who just friend you on Facebook, but if a friend of yours reaches out to you to say, "Hey, I found something." it may be a fit for you i'd love for you to take a look at it's probably because they uh, they They recognize greatness in you. They want to work with you. You, Network marketing is incredible. Some of my best friends I've met through being part of network marketing that I don't know if our paths would have crossed had we not ended up in the same company. So I think about it from that standpoint because I've seen some of the the wins that people have gotten started with network marketing. The other piece I want to say, like network marketing, there's so many incredible, um, I call them gratitude gems because there's so many incredible experiences people um products that you can have, even if network marketing doesn't end up being the vehicle that takes you to financial freedom. It doesn't take it. Maybe even if it doesn't, there's so many other benefits being a part of network marketing that someone can experience. That's why I think it's such a great profession to be a part of, because the success is is tied to helping other people, helping other people get what they want. And that's so super important. It's not about what you want. It's what does that other person want? Do they want to make a couple hundred dollars so they can buy their kid a pair of new shoes. Maybe that's their goal. We'll help them, right? Help them hit that goal and then reevaluate. Okay, maybe let's stretch it a little bit. Let's go for something else. You can go to Disneyland, whatever. But it truly is about finding out the needs of that person, offering them something that could be of value to them and letting them truly decide.
0: Mm -hmm beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. I absolutely love that. And so now if people are listening to what you're saying and they are and thinking to themselves, huh, maybe I should rethink this. Maybe I was just, I didn't know what it was. And I was kind of scared because I just thought, "Mm, like, I don't know what this is all about. And now I don't want to venture into the unknown and I don't want to waste my money or my time and, you know, all the other things. Um, If somebody was looking at this now and thinking, okay, so maybe I want to reconsider what should they look for in a good network marketing or direct sales company?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, number one, it's, are you passionate about the product? Well, I actually shouldn't say number one, let's say you evaluate these in any order that works for you. Um, for personally, the product was, or the service had to, for myself, I'll just share what I look for. Mm -hmm. Um, or what ended up lo- happening, and and realizing over the years, um, the product or service that you're representing me. Are you excited about it? Have you had an experience with it? First and foremost, because it's all it's about your story as well. Too people are attracted to. Oh, well, Michelle, tell me. You know, why should I consider this network marketing company? What's your story? So, have you had a uh, personal connection with that that service or product that excites you? Is it something of value to the marketplace? As a whole, like, is it something that um, has legs in the marketplace is something that, uh, you know, they're the track record of the leadership team. I'm, I'm a really big believer in terms of the leadership and do you align with the leadership in terms of their values? Do your core values align with the leader's core values, uh, especially if you're looking to build a long term home with a company, right? If you're looking for that long-term, you know, like, I love it, legacy, legacy company that um, can be something generational for your family, then it is important to to value those things in terms of the leadership, who's running the company, what's their vision for the company? Um, Again, the service or product, are you you excited about it? Is it something? And even if you're just getting started, you may not have necessarily the same story as the person who shared it with you. You you may be just starting to, to like have your story built if you will. But does that person who you're joining, do they have a story that you connect with in terms of that experience that you can borrow that story to start sharing it as you're starting to have your own transformation with the product or service as well, too? I really believe those things are important. And then compensation plan as well, too. You do want to have a look at the compensation plan. Now, I'm going to pause there for a second because there are some personalities who are like in there and want to know the nitty gritty of all that that's not my personality. Uh, If, and I would suggest if you are that person, just pare it down a little bit because you're going to learn as you go. It's when I say compensation plan, I just mean in general, is it again, depending on what your goals are with it as well too. Is it somewhere where you can make, you know, an extra two to $500 a month? And, and I say that and some people two to $500 a month, that's not two to $500 a month can be life-changing for some families, right? Mm -hmm. So it isn't, you know, and is it somewhere where you can grow past that if that's something you choose to do as well, too. So really looking at those things, I think, gives you a good foundation to start. And as well, how long has the company been around? Sometimes it's great to partner up with a company that's been around for years because they have a track record. They, you know, but However, sometimes you might want to be the one who's like jumping in there. Let's go. It's a new company. Then look at the leadership and the track record that they've had and, and the people you're partnering with as well, too. Hmm. Absolutely. Um. I would, I love everything you said there. I would also add
0: is how they approach the business in alignment with you. Mm. Obviously we need to stretch and grow. Anytime we step into a new arena, there's new muscles. We got to exercise some that we didn't even know we had that we have to learn. We have and use them. Um, and, and all that stuff, but how, how does the company Share their information. Normally, companies will have a sort of sales procedure uh, that they have set up and they will show you how they kind of do it. Does that align with you? If it doesn't, it's probably not the right company for you. Um, But if you look at it and think, okay, I'm a little bit scared, but kind of excited, and I think I could do that, then that might be a company worth exploring further. because that's important, right? You don't you don't want to get into a situation where you're like this makes me feel very feeling uncomfortable is one thing. feeling like really uncomfortable to the point I don't want to do this because I don't like it, I feel gross about it. That's a different thing. Um, feeling uncomfortable like I have never done anything like this before. That's a pretty usual feeling for most people. So that one you could sort of take in stride. It's more like what's your gut reaction to this? Are you are you thinking like, huh, this could be possible, and now I'm my interest is peaked. then I would say go explore further. So I love that you just shared those things because that is important to do a little bit of research to make, make sure for yourself as much as possible that you got enough information to make an educated decision. Um, so I love that.
1: Now, one thing I do want to just say really quickly to yeah. touch on it with your comfort zone. Um, so evaluating the difference, because as you're right, we grow a lot um, in terms of this. And one thing I do, I do want to say, and I remember seeing this somewhere and it just resonated with what you're just saying is overthinking killing your magic. And so one of the things I do want to say is, yes, you know, research lightly. It really comes down to, and I always say this, like say yes with your heart before your head tells you no, because as we know, sometimes our head will get in the way. So when we're saying evaluate these things, we're not saying necessarily, you know, spend weeks and months researching we're saying just have you know have a conversation maybe you know have a yeah have a conversation with the person you're joining to find out their experience and then you might be on their sales presentation as you said does it connect with you because the other thing sometimes you know you do need to just take that leap of faith a little bit and get started and you'll learn as you go a lot of the parts of network marketing you'll learn as you go so just keep that in mind when you are you know doing your research just sometimes it's just say yes mm-hmm. you'll figure out the rest as you go. Yep.
0: I'd also like to touch on a piece that you said in connection with that, that you are, you are partnering with somebody who is introducing you to the company in order for them to achieve their goals. Their job is to help you achieve yours. So do you resonate with that person? Is it someone that you think, gosh, like, I get to work with you? How exciting would that be? Yeah. Um, because they're going to they're going to hold your hand a little bit and walk you through it to teach you the skills and the tools that you don't didn't have before you said yes and help you achieve your goals. Also, I think having some goals in mind is a good one. Would that $200 totally change things? Is it that you want to get your kid a, an expensive pair of shoes cuz all kids want them. Oh my lord, do they ever. So, is it that? Is it that you'd like to take your family on a holiday now that the world is opening up? Is it that you have a a big goal like I have for my son? We want to buy him a house like it's a big goal. And in the Vancouver area, as Phoebe alluded to, it's a big financial goal, right? Is it somebody who's got a really big goal? Is it somebody who is looking like Phoebe said at the beginning to stay home with their children, to be more present parent? Is it somebody who would like to have a plan because they really don't like their job um, and they don't? The, the thought of staying there forever is like doom and gloom. <laughs> so, you know, give it some thought. Ask those questions. Ask the question of the person who's introducing you to it. What's their goals? What are they wanting to achieve? How long have they been there? Ask them what they've done on a bad day right? Ask them those questions. Ask them what they do when things get hard. What's the support there? Um, Those are great questions to help you feel like, okay, I might be able to do this. And again, maybe alluded to this, don't get into analysis paralysis. You can research something forever. And for every good thing you find, you will always find somebody who will say the exact opposite. Ultimately, it comes down to that gut feeling, trusting your own intuition. If you feel like this could work for you, then what's the harm in trying, right? What's the harm? You'll learn some new skills. You'll meet some incredible people, as Phoebe suggested. You will um, have your mind broadened in ways you never saw coming. If you had asked me 12 years ago, would I ever dream of doing what I'm doing now, this podcast and TV show, this, um, this dream of buying a house for my son, my answer, I would have looked at you like you had 10 heads. I would have, I'd been like, are you mental? <laughs> like, No, I would not have. But, um, much like Phoebe, I joined a network marketing company and started having my horizons expanded in ways I never thought possible. And it's been extraordinary. So again, if you're feeling the, maybe this could work, then that is worth pursuing. So obviously we've, we've covered now making decisions on getting in. If somebody has signed up with a company, what would be some tips you'd give them, Phoebe, to be successful, to help set them up for success?
1: a great question so it it does start with us so one of the things we t- we did talk a little bit about we, the person who introduces you to the, the company you're signing up and and chance you may have a great relationship working together you may not though. That person, that person's path, it does not mean it's not your path. So you can decide what do you want to create with that business? Uh, it really comes down to that. And I think a big thing, as you just said, setting goals, I'm a big believer of setting goals and, and looking to steps to move forward towards accomplishing those goals and sharing those goals, because it—it it is easy to, you know, it is a home-based business. So When you're at home, if you don't feel like working it or if you're out and you don't feel like working it, it is something that you can easily just not do. However, network marketing can allow you to accomplish those goals. And so one big piece is consistency. Um, I realized that firsthand when I first got started with the company once I was laid off and I made that decision, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I wasn't super consistent. I would be like, show someone the presentation one day, and then three days later, I show three people. And then probably not, I'd I'd be like, oh, I did a good job. Okay. I'm going to relax for a little bit and then show some other people. And my results they match the effort that I put in. And so it really does. A lot of times they say, if you're not having the results, first look in the mirror, see what you're doing. I tracked everything. So a big aha, when I learned about the consistency piece, um, a good friend, mutual friend of ours, uh, Jordan Adler has an amazing book called Beach Money. And in it, he shared about um, this chart, this like chart, just just poster board basically, and making squares. And then he would jot in there every time he showed the presentation, he'd write in there and he, his goal was just to show a hundred people and he had the squares. And I thought, okay, that's brilliant. I can do that. And I'm, I love having fun. So I am all about the like, work hard, let's have a reward. Woo-hoo, we did it. So, and I do that not based necessarily on the results. So for example, let's say your goal is to promote your business. So what I like to do, though, is I will base. Yes, I would celebrate when you hit that rank for sure, but have fun along there. So what I did was I created the poster board and I do it and I would do stickers. So I put poster board, I do the initials and the date, the person I said when they signed up or joined, whether a customer or a distributor, I put a sticker on it. So then that was my little fun thing. And I actually would reward myself. So on way to 100 hundred presentations, every 25, I would do something. Now it didn't have to be something massive, again, depends on your budget, but I like to have fun with it. So I was rewarding myself because I knew once I get to 25 presentations, I get to go for a massage. And it was random little things that I would just do. So I recommend doing that because then you can, when you're, if you're not having the results, You see it right on the board, on that poster board, I would see, okay, how many presentations did I do? And network marketing is a bit of a numbers game at the end of the day, the more people that you show, the faster your business is going to grow. Success speed. Success loves speed. We'd say that all the time. And so a number one, consistency is huge in your business. And so if you're not having the results, I, w- I would look at that, set some goals for yourself, have fun with the process, and also look at the other wins. So even if you maybe, maybe from a financial standpoint, you're not where you want to be, circle back to what I talked about, those gratitude gems. So one of the things that I did when I was having a rough go in my business And when I say rough go, it just, I like, again, fast results. And I wasn't having the results as quickly. I did, once I had that consistency piece, I did start seeing it. I just wanted it faster, as we often can can do in life. Uh, So one of the things that I did, though, is I realized gratitude is so important. And so one of the things I made a list of, because I said yes, i am so grateful and so basically i would i listed all the things and experiences and people that i'm grateful for that because i said yes to network marketing in my company i've had a chance to experience so that way when i was having a rough go if from financial standpoint, it wasn't coming in in the time I wanted to, I would look at that list and it just shifted my focus. It shifted my energy and it made me release kind of the, the monetary goal and go, wow, look at, oh my gosh, I would have never met this person. And oh, this rewards trip, I oh, first time I went on a cruise was with my company. Wow, I would have never gone in that. And so and those are also little tips that you can do to, again, enjoy the journey en route to to your network marketing. Find an accountability partner. That's a big piece as well too, because it ties into that consistency. So look for accountability partner. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone uh in your in your line, if you will, for talking network marketing. It can be a friend in the company. It could even t- be someone in another company if you had a good friend and just someone who you can share your goals with. You can they can hold you accountable to what you said you're going to do again from an activity. I'm really big on set set um, activity goals as well, because you can track that and the results will come. You just have to trust that process. The results will come. So accountabilities are great as well too. And set little rewards. If you're reward, I'm really incentivized by rewards so clearly. Um, and so have fun with that as well too. I think those are a few things that you can do to um, keep pushing through and, and create a vision for yourself as well, for what you want to accomplish with your business.
0: Love all of those things. Um, consistency, finding people, surrounding yourself with people who share a similar vision, who will help to hold you accountable, who can offer you some suggestions like, so you're doing one presentation a week. That seems like not a lot for you. Could you maybe up it? You know, they're going to encourage you to, to grow that comfort zone for sure. And those reward yourself along the way. That was a big goal for me. I am not huge on rewarding myself, I think very much of my family first. Um, So Phoebe talked about uh, having massages for me, uh, I'm a shoe girl. And I wanted some not the mama shoes. I wear sensible mommy shoes pretty much all the time. And I wanted some shoes that were not the mama shoes. Like I would never wear them in my house, clomping around in my sweats, like never. And, um, it was a quite an, a joy for me. The first, the first time I got a pair of fancy designer shoes, it's a local designer in Vancouver, totally happy to drop his link in the chat. Um, and again, you know, looking at, what that meant to me. Because every time I look at those shoes, I think about, I earned that. I did that. I made that happen. So, again, there's the sort of sense of joy and, um, and an ability to be able to reward yourself versus seeking rewards outside yourself. So, I love that. One other tip that I would add to what Phoebe said is to be coachable. Um, you've got to be open to doing things that scare you a little and excite you a lot. Or it could be the other way around the first time you hear it, where you're like, you want me to do what? (laughs) Uh, Be coachable. If the person who introduced you or the person that you're listening to in your company is successful, if they have been around for a while, if they've achieved some of their goals, if they inspire you, if you look at them as being a mentor, they're not going to suggest to you to do anything that would derail your business. They're just not. They're going to suggest to you ideas and thoughts that they have tried and used themselves and found successful, or the company has set up as a system that's worked out to be very successful. They're going to offer you things as they get to know you that are more in line with who you are. So if you're a screaming extrovert, they're going to offer you some extroverted ideas. If you're a significantly more introverted person, they're going to offer you some tools and strategies around that, or they're going to Maybe help you figure that out, or you can find people in the company who are more like you and say, "Well, what are you doing? You seem to be having some success. Could you give me an hour of your time and share with me some of your strategies?" And as Phoebe suggested at the very beginning, this is work so making making it if you treat it as a hobby, you'll make hobby income, which is kind of that's what she was alluding to. Pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down, right um. If you would like to have this as a business and if you would really like to change your life and have this become a life changing experience, then you do need to put in consistent time and effort. What that looks like for you is going to be up to you. For some people, it might be like Phoebe, I can go full time. So there you go. I'm going full time. Uh, For other people, it might be I really only have a couple of hours a week. Great. Then map out some strategies that you can maximize the use of your couple of hours a week and then consistently do it. I love the idea of a chart, Phoebe. It's great because you can write that down and see like, did I do what I said I was going to do? Because that's the most important piece. And then keep going. Some great tips for success there for sure. Um, And celebrate and reward yourself you know, this is your business. And if you're working it from home, it can feel a little bit lonely. There's no one to give you that pat on the back and say, good job, right? Unless you do it yourself, but that just kind of feels weird. If you're sitting at home, patting yourself on the back, like, so you're like, ah, oh, this is so odd. <laughs> I don't even know. So plan out some rewards, some things that are just for you. You are the one putting in the time and the effort. Is it something around self care? Is it something maybe you would like to do takeout at your favorite restaurant? If you can't get a sitter, if you've got kids at home, like there's just so many options that you can look at and set them. And then you work to achieve that goal. Um, It may also be you want to create a savings plan for your child. Maybe it's that when you get that first $100 or $500 or $1,000 in that account for your child, you're going to give yourself, you know, something. Going to go get a facial or have your nails done or whatever it is that you want to do. you for being a part of the Living Your Legacy podcast community in 2022. We can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year. We've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you. The Living Your Legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots. We found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year, only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience. We'd love to help you get your message out. Let's discuss this. Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. So all those tips are really good tips to help you be successful. But the big piece that I want to get into next is the piece that generally stops everybody in their tracks. What? Phoebe, here's my question to you. Anytime someone sets big goals and a big goal could be, I want that extra $200, or I want to be able to create a savings account for my child and have X amount of money in it. Whatever that big goal is for that person, um, like I want to buy a house for my kid. It's a big one. Now, trust me, folks, 12 years ago, I didn't start with this goal. It was a much smaller one. (laughs) I have grown into this one. Anytime you set a big goal, you encounter really big problems. That's just kind of the way the world works. You are going to run into a wall. You're going to encounter big disappointments. You're going to hear the word no a lot more than you would like, for sure. So, when you do that, though, it's so easy to quit on a bad day. It's so easy to say, I've had a string of bad luck, or I've had, you know, I've done X number of calls or this many presentations and like nothing, this isn't working, and to want to quit so what I want to do now is talk a bit about your book Phoebe so I happen to have a copy of the book right here so for those of you on the tv show you could see it it's called never quit on a bad day in stories sorry inspiring stories of resilience now at resilience you owned my heart Phoebe Um, so this is her book and Phoebe I'd like you to talk a little bit about this book what was the inspiration behind it
1: Yeah, I'm super excited about the book. Uh, The feedback has been incredible. And just it's been so inspiring me because just hearing the stories of people who have read it and how it has impacted them. And so a little bit about the book, the inspiration by the book. It's interesting. It, It wasn't like I have some big goals and a list of things that I, you know, want to accomplish and do and experience and writing a book actually wasn't on there. So, you know, when you said, you know, if someone asked you 12 years ago, what your goals would be, it's interesting how, how life works. And one of the things I really want the listeners that just be open, be open to opportunities, be open to conversations, be open to meeting new people, Be just be open because it's so incredible how life can twist and turn when you're open. And so I was visiting some friends and we were, you know, and a the, the little bit of stories in the book, but I'll give you the short version. Um, we were just talking about like, what's next and our, you know, for us and we're both all entrepreneurs. And I said, I had always wanted to Create something to help people. I've been had amazing mentors over my life and journey, and and so I wanted to create something to also inspire people and help people and share a little bit of insight into the mentoring I've received with other people. And so, and one of the things that kind of came together, they were like, "You should write a book," and I was like, "Book? Well, I don't know." You know, we had this conversation, and again, surround yourself with great people because they kind of nudged it. And a couple of things for I was like, "Well, I, I'm open to it." I said the biggest thing though is it has to help people. And also I have to feel inspired by it as well, too. And so then I was like, wrestling, what am I going to write about? And then it just kind of all came together because I remember um, a few months before that, I was inducted into the Cocolton Sports Hall of Fame. and, And one of the questions the interviewer asked me is like, what is sport giving you? And being involved in sport has been incredible. There's so many life skills that I've. Um, learned through being in sport and, and incredible celebrations and um, accomplishments in that world. However, one of the things that I shared, I said, we celebrate so many of the great accomplishments, you know, winning this championship, MVP. We highlight all those, those incredible things and they are fabulous and should be highlighted. One of the things, though, that I was sharing was that the only reason I was able to have some of the successes I had in soccer is because of a lot of the challenges I've had in soccer. Not making a team, sitting on the bench and being like, I want to go in, you know, doing the extra training when I wanted to watch TV and going out and playing with in the backyard with the ball. And so it, it's one of those things where... As I was that evening, and I was sort of simmering on the idea of a book, it all came together in that. I thought about that, and I was like, "We need to share more of the tough stuff. We need to share more of the struggles." And again, not in a way that we're all like, "Ooh, that was rough," but in a way that that person made it through that. That person had a rough patch. They kept going. How did they keep going? Why did they keep going? What did they do to keep going? Sharing a little bit of that to help other people go. I'm not alone in it oh, that's a good idea. So when I'm doing a tough time, maybe I can do that. And helping people understand like just really truly how resilient we all are as, as people. And so um, that was kind of the inspiration behind it and never quit on a bad day. I remember hearing that, you know, years ago and I was it always stuck with me because it's so true. It's, it's easy when you're going through a rough patch to just be like, you know what? I'm done. Right. However, it's in pushing through that, that the greatness happens. It's through going through that to get to the other side of it, that you will have those rewards and celebrations and successes. And so the inspiration behind that book is to give a little bit of light into people who have gone through it, who you may see their lifestyle on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and seeing them travel and all this. And now it's like, well, hey, guess what? They've gone through some rough stuff too, and they're sharing it. And here's a lesson that we can pull out of it to help us all on our journeys as well, too. So
0: beautiful, and you're absolutely right. Um, There is rarely a very successful person who started out one day not successful and woke up the next day super successful. It is a journey uh, filled with. You're right. You grow the most through the challenges you face, and when it's hard, that's when really the pedal hits the metal, right? It shows who you are. It's when you use your own courage. It's when you, when you try different strategies than maybe you've tried before, or you learn that you can push through instead of giving up and walking away. So important. I love that. So tell us now what the structure of the book is like, like, how have you got it set
1: up? Yeah. So it's come together really well. I need to give a massive shout out to my contributors for sharing, for saying yes and being open to sharing their story. Um, Some incredible, incredible people who I've looked up to who have mentored me along the way as well. And so um, the structure of the book, it's interesting. You can read it cover to cover. So you can, you know, sit down. It's about a two and a half. Most of the people have read it. They say it's about two and a half to three hours. uh, If you're just reading cover to cover, That being said, the way it's a bunch of short stories. So you can read the introduction because that gives you a little bit of context into the book. And then from there, you can flip to chapter five if you want, then come back to chapter one, then over to chapter nine. You can really choose. And I like it that way in the sense that if you want to read it cover to cover, you can. Or you could read the intro and then just pick a chapter, maybe start at chapter one. And at the end of every chapter, so it's a short story um, by a thriving entrepreneur. And at the end of every chapter, there is a video of encouragement. So there's an extra video of encouragement. Uh, You can scan the QR code and have a little moment with that person sharing a a message. And then after that, there's a, a section called Reflections on Resilience. And this I'm really excited about because it gives the reader a chance to look at their own life and actually write. So it's sort of like a book with videos and workbook as well. And so if you are a person who wants to take a little bit longer, then you can read the chapter watch the video, complete their reflections on resilience, simmer on it. And then maybe the next day you want to do the next chapter. So it's really up to you how you want to experience the book and uh, how much time you want to spend on those reflections of resilience. Some are pretty quick where you can just jot it down. Some of them might take a little bit of deep, you know, deep dive um, into yourself as well, too. Some of them are written in a way that um, it's an action. It's something that you can shift in your own life that might help that reader along their journey. well and all the stories are different in their own right so there's, there's a story for everyone. There's a lesson for everyone, whether you're in business, whether you're just going after a goal or dream. Uh, it really is a book that any and everyone can benefit from. And that's what I'm really thrilled about. And, and hearing the responses from people of all backgrounds and ages and lifestyle, it, it really has connected with a lot of people. So that I'm really excited about. And just, again, so thankful to everyone who has helped along this journey to make this book here, bring this book to life. That's absolutely
0: beautiful. Um, I was very blessed for our audience to know that Phoebe reached out to me to be an advanced reader um, of her book. And so I have actually read it cover to cover. I have looked at all the videos. I have read through all those questions and they were good questions, folks, those resilience questions. Um, I've been, like I said, connected to a network marketing company for over 12 years now. And um, some of those questions still, I was like, oh, I need to rethink that one. And I've been around for a while. So they were really good. And you're right. The stories are inspiring. Many of the people in there are people that I know as well personally. And it was so amazing to kind of see their voices, like hear their voices in the written form and then to see them on video. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. I miss that person. I haven't seen them in a while. So again, if you're having some difficulties, maybe you are not seeing the growth that you had hoped to see. Maybe you, um, You know, you're you're the person who introduced you does things very differently than you do, and you're having a little friction around that, or or maybe you're having some internal struggles, like I know I really should be doing these things, they're not hard. What I'm being asked of of me is not super difficult. Why am I having difficulty saying yes or actually doing it? These are some great things. And also because as Phoebe alluded to, when you look on social media you see sometimes the finished product. So somebody who's been around for a while, who's done all the work, who's worked hard, who's now achieving the success and they're living the life they want to live, right? You're seeing those things and it's, it's hard to see from where I am and where they are. How do I get there? Like, it's hard to see the path. It's hard to see you know, well, their life is so much different than mine. And you can come up with, at least I can, 57 reasons why I can't do it um, based on that, right? And those are assumptions that we make. So actually stepping back to see that some of these very successful people, well, in fact, I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say every one of the very successful people has had moments where honestly, it's like getting hit with a big stick. Things are very hard. It's not working. Um, they were going happily down a path and then all of a sudden the path like dead ended or they found themselves standing on the edge of a cliff. Oh, what do I do now? <laughs> right. Um, you know, they're lost in the thick of the jungle. Things shift on them in their lives or in the company. Like there's just so many things. So to have these very successful people tell these stories of really big challenges, these are not. Like some of them are life or death challenges that are in the book, right? They are big challenges that they don't necessarily talk about on social media or super openly. For me, it was, and many of the stories in there, I had known that story. So even to see it again, I was like, wow, like I really didn't know that that hit that person so hard or that that was as big as that. And that that was a pivotal moment where they had to decide yes or no. Um Super helpful, I think, to anybody who is considering joining a direct sales or network marketing company, or if you've been there for a while, and it's not going quite the way you want it to. Um, I totally understand that. Now, I don't know, Phoebe, if you can hear this, but my son is home today and has turned on his music really loud and is karaokeing in my living room. <laughs> nice. I don't hear it. Okay, perfect. To, I sure hear it really loud here. Um, so if my audience is hearing it, that's my son singing for you. He's serenading everybody today. Um, so I, again i want to just recommend if you have not yet looked at a book like this you should really look at one because it can help you help yourself through those really hard times and and baby where did the title come from never quit on a bad day why did you choose that as your title
1: yeah you know it's it's interesting how it all just it came together so that has been something that i've just kind of adopted over the last 15 years maybe is, during those challenges because I have had challenging moments on the soccer field off the soccer field and just realizing that it, if you're going to make a decision to and there, this is also in the book talking about well when is the time to transition and and you know I was laughed because I'm I know I can hear people being like what do you mean never quit on bad days does that mean I can never quit and we talk about that in the book and no there is a time to move forward to something and move on to something new and to transition it's just do it on a good day if you're really in, in there There's some things you can evaluate as to when to do it and and things you consider. Uh, The reason that I chose this as a name for the book is because I truly believe that as people and communities, if we think about it, think about the times that you've quit something or stopped something, it usually is on a bad day. It usually is you're disappointed. Something didn't work out the way you wanted to. You were treated unfairly. Um, It's usually in those times that you're like, you know what, I'm done, right? It's not usually when you're on top that you're like, I'm done. Right. But if you do decide to to leave something and move on to something else, it's not just leaving transition to something else. Do it on a good day, because then, you know, you're doing it um, in a place that it's not coming from an emotional place. And so the reason I wanted to title this book Never Quit on a Bad Day is because I've realized that over my life, how much in like keeping that saying top of mind has helped me in terms of accomplishing goals, has helped me find peace in terms of when it is time to transition into something different as well, too. And so I just thought and, and part of it, the vision with this this book is it's a series. So um, and it it encapsulates, encapsulates everything in terms of the different um just in life, right? If we never quit on a bad day, just think of what we can accomplish uh, and if the people we can inspire and the communities we can change by just pushing through on those tough things. And so this, the reason for the name of the book was just to keep for people to think about that and just go forward with it. Whether you're working out, I had um, one of the trainers at a gym when she was having a tough workout and she said, she's like, I get here never quit on a bad day and I just kept going. So it's not just a day, it might be that moment, right? It might be that moment you're having a tough workout or it might be that moment at your job where you're like... It might be that moment in your network marketing business or your traditional business or in your relationship with someone that you're like ready to pull your hair out and just be like, I'm done. And my my vision for this is that you'll hear back. you, never quit on a bad day. Okay, let me push through this and then make that decision when you're on the other side and coming from a good place.
0: Yeah, that's really profound. And I think, too, they talk about success being on the other side of that wall. So many people, and there are millions of stories out there, people who did not quit on that bad day, and then all of a sudden came upon massive success. Success that they thought they were never going to see, which is why they wanted to quit. So I encourage people to pick up the book and, you know, have a look at it and and all that. Now, before before we kind of clue things up, I just want to just want to point out a couple of extra things for our audience. Phoebe is a very humble person, and there's a few things that she hasn't shared that I want to just highlight. Phoebe is at the top position in her network marketing company. She is the very second Canadian to achieve it and the first woman of color to achieve it. That is a very profound thing. Um, I was so incredibly proud of you, Phoebe, when you achieved it. I was so thrilled to be in your world. Um, I know firsthand that Phoebe's had some very big challenges. And she does talk about some of them in the book, her own personal story. So I'm not asking her to share it here. If you want to hear it, you want to hear it, hear it in air quotes, you got to read the book. Um, You got to, you got to read the book to get her personal story. So I know she's had them and she did not quit on any of those days where she wanted to quit. And she has achieved really extraordinary success in her network marketing company through diligence, consistency, hard work, being coachable, staying plugged in, all those things she talked about and holding hope for all that she could be. Um, And so now this has led her to this book to inspire other people to create their dream of what could be and to start the work to make it happen. So Phoebe, I am so thrilled to have had you on here again. Any co- Anytime I can have a conversation with you is a good day. Um, Phoebe is a personal inspiration to me myself. She is, like I said, a good friend of mine. She's connected to my family. My kids had a visit with her before we got on the podcast today. Um, so there's so many amazing things there, Phoebe. I know if I feel this, there are going to be other people who feel it too. What's the best way for someone to reach you if they were interested in connecting with you to know more about your business or about your book?
1: What would be the best way? Absolutely. Thanks Michelle and I just have to pause because the feeling is mutual. Anytime we have a chance to connect, I'm always like lifted up and I just I I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing and I adore your family. So, um just yeah, keep on shining. I'm just so excited for you and the lives that you're touching as well too. Oh, so, um you. yeah, so for the listeners and people watching, you can get the book or connect with me at neverquitonabadday.com. So, you can head over there to the website. We also are on Facebook Facebook and Instagram as well, too. And it's still just never quit on a bad day. So very easy to find. And uh, yeah, so it, I'm, I'm accessible in those channels as well. Amazing. And Phoebe, again, I'm going to just for
0: those of you on the TV holding up the book again. Um, so that's what it looks like on the cover. But for the people on the podcast, where can they find your book? So I'm assuming probably through
1: your website, but is there anywhere else? Yes. So if you go to the website, it'll direct you to Amazon. So on the website, just so you guys know as well is you there, you can get a free chapter of the book. And so if you are like, well, what's this book all about, which I, I, Get so just go to neverquitonabadday.com and you can just sign up and you'll get a free chapter of the book. So that gives you a little taste if you would like. Those of you who are ready to get the book, again, the lineup, the contributors that are in here are incredible people. So, Isaac, get the whole book. You can get it on Amazon as well. The website neverquitonabadday.com will direct you to Amazon where you can purchase it. And what's neat about it as well is it is available ebook. You also have an option of a black and white interior or a color interior. The pictures, um, the pictures are inspiring as well to seeing those in colors, So you have an option depending on what uh, way you like to enjoy reading as well too. Amazing. So thank you for that
0: information, Phoebe. Um, all of those links will be in the show notes. So if you happen to be in your car, don't stop to try and write any of this down. Well, actually do stop if you're driving, don't drive and try and write it down, but it'll be in the show notes for you to go check out at a later date, Phoebe. Um, This was such an uplifting and inspiring conversation today, as always. I sort of feel like getting off this call, I can kind of go change the world. Um, So, thank you so much for being a part of that inspiration. Thank you for sharing with the audience your journey. You are indeed a legacy maker in your own life, both. Um, In soccer and in the network marketing world. So, you've got two spheres that you're shining your absolute light in. And then, now with your book, that is so exciting. Um, You are also, with your book, one of the professionals that supports people who are wanting to try and create their legacy. So, I love that those two pieces for you have come into alignment. I'm so excited to see what you do next because there's always a next with Phoebe. She's always got a plan. There's a next thing that's coming. So, we'll have to have you back another time to hear what's coming next. Thank you so much for giving us your time and your energy and your wise words
1: today. I so appreciate you. Thanks so much, Michelle. It's absolutely an honor. And I do want to just encourage everybody who's listening, go after your dreams, go after your goals. You can do it. You can do it. Whatever that looks like for you, you absolutely have a champion within and you can accomplish it on that note, folks, we're going to let
0: you go. Have a great day. Hope that you take this inspiration and turn it into action. Does the thought of follow-up give you a foul taste? Do you find yourself wondering how you can ever stand out from the crowd, but need it to be easy and convenient? With a system like Send Out Cards, you can stay in touch and top of mind with only a few keystrokes. People's inboxes might be full, but their mailboxes are empty. Reach people literally where they live, work, or play and watch the warm fuzzies go to work for you. See the show notes for a link where you can send your first card on me. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast, where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.